CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin the Athletics Department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Light Band offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE and thanks to you, the listeners, for joining us yet again this week. I am Colby Wilson. He's Casey Kreger. Welcome the nation's top-ranked off-speed podcast podcast grappling with the theory of time and space this week casey how are you now good and you not so bad we time had space time and space okay not to for for me personally there's not enough time and i take up too much space tough but fair tough but fair we have some actual regular season things to discuss yes they happened they happened women's soccer as they do got us going for the games that officially count last week sure did uh Lost at Western and lost at Lipscomb. And what did we learn from those losses? Peyton Powell's good. Peyton Powell is very good. I expected her to to make a little leap, but through f- the first two matches, twenty third in the NCAA in saves, forty seventh in saves per game, thirteen of them career high seven against uh, Lipscomb. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. We need we need Peyton at the top of our game. We need the offense to start coming around a little bit, showing some more flashes, but. Peyton's in her bag. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you got a red hot keeper, that's going to keep you in games. And right now, Peyton is red hot. Yeah, confirmed. Well, it's that it's that impeccable analysis that brings people back here week after week, isn't that's it? That's what we do. That's yep. what I do. Confirmed. Yep. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> she's know. good. Uh, she's stopping lots of shots. <laughs> let's let's go to things maybe you do know a little bit more about, and that is schedules. Bunch of schedules released. This week, the tennises, the golfs. Yes. So we, we know what we're going to be doing. It's kind of nice. Yeah, the tennis is going to do that tennis. Golf's going to do that golf. <laughs> the tennis is going to do that fall tournament and then do that uh, regular spring season again. Golf, women's golf will have a home tournament this year. Men's golf, not going to have one because uh, of construction over Clarksville Country Club. The women going to the Legacy Golf Course in Springfield, Tennessee. My old stomping grounds. Super excited. My brother worked there for a time. I played there. It's a nice course. I played there several times. I vomited there the day after my bachelor party. All right, then. Good fun. That's what you come back for. Yeah. I mean, fir- first tee, too. Barely barely off the tee box. Just There's like cows right there on the right tee. You could just go right over in the field. And That's where I went. <laughs> good for you, man. Yeah, good for me. Oh, we were all pretty stupid back in the good old days. Oh, boy. Women's golf going a lot of interesting places. Men's golf going a lot of interesting places. Um, and that it's... They were kind of a year removed. Hopefully, fingers super duper crossed, knocking on the wood of this very nice conference room table. Going to get a full fall and spring in, give both teams an opportunity to spread their wings a little bit. Everything last year was really, really close by. And hopefully, now they can go to 
the oyster shuck match play in Florida, and the men can go to these various and sundry, uh, very nice tournaments in very exotic locales and really, really compete very well. Same for the tennis. Both the teams are going to go down to uh, Pensacola to take on West Florida. Pecola. And then the uh, the women are going to play their first regular season matches against SEC teams since 2012. They're going to play Arkansas and Vanderbilt. Quality opponents, I Quality believe. Op- hey, when you're going for the three-peat, you got to get ready. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you, you can ease into the season – or you can take on two national seeds. Yeah, no, pretty much. I mean, I, I, I take on the two national seeds if it's me. I Ro- agree. Ross Brown. Ross Brown shares shares my sentiments. Really not a whole lot to go over as far as recapping from last week. But uh do want to make everybody aware single-game tickets now available for football. Get them. Get them. Buy them now. Buy them. Purchase Buy them. them. Morehead State. Tennessee State. Who else do we play at home? I don't know, but it's very fun to watch you try to think. Those are the fly. first two, I think. <laughs> a vein popped Simo. out. A vein Simo's popped out in Casey's head that looked like an aneurysm was about to be That's occur. That's three. There's two I don't remember. Maybe. Man, it'd be amazing if you had I something. Like, yeah, you maybe? It'd be amazing if you had something like nope. a phone that you could look all, nope. all of this. Nope. Or you could have prepared. Buy the at, tickets. At any point. Walking in here, but you didn't, and that's you know it's a brave stance in the wild you took, and I'm impressed by it. Buy the tickets. Call Johnny Mitchell. Also impressed by Adam Van Raden, who will join us this week as our guest right after this. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying. Gotta keep my head. School began just this week, and with it began the start of Adam Van Raden's second season in Stashville. Prior to joining the Guzman's Golf Program, the Grand Forks North Dakota native was at Iowa Western, and now he's a vital component to what Robbie Wilson and the Guz are planning to achieve in 2021-22. Adam, thanks for coming in today. Good to be here. So, how did you pick up golf in the first place? I'm always fascinated to find out how people got started in their sport. Um, so, my dad kind of started playing when he was later, like in his later years after college, and then he moved to where I'm from now, and joined at the country club there and started taking me out there when I was about four years old and it was instant love. You grew up and golfed in a place that doesn't always have the best weather most conducive to golf in North Dakota. How long is your season and your opportunity to really hit them up up there? Really like of good weather it's three four months of like enjoyable golf. Might get five Maybe if you're lucky. Six if you're lucky. Unenjoyable golf, then. Do you yeah. just go out and hit in the freezing cold? It gets pretty cold and very windy. So, yeah. Tell me about Dan Tannehill and Mike Slominski, because I found an article where you gave those two guys a lot of credit for really building up the Grand Forks golf scene into what it's become now. Uh, they do a great job. Like, our junior program is, I mean, it's incredible for what we have in North Dakota. But, uh, you know, we'll be... We had a group, I had a group of friends throughout high school that we'd go out to the course every day during season in the summer, and those two guys, you know, they'd be walking up the range and stopping and trying to help us out, doing anything they could to help us get better. 
So why Austin P? I I uh, was at the two-year school in Iowa. I was at Iowa Western. Mm-hmm. And uh, my coach was kind of setting th- some things up with up for me and gave me Coach Robbie's number and loved him right away. And then came down here on a visit. You know, he was a great guy. Met some of the guys, and you could just kind of feel – I felt like he, I could feel that he wanted me and that it was going to be a good fit. And all the guys, I mean, they were just awesome. It looked, kind of just felt like they were hungry to win. It's a long way from Grand Forks, obviously. How are your parents feeling about you coming, going, I know, I know Iowa Western's a, a bit of a distance, but now I've, I've made the drive from here to North <laughs> Dakota before. It's a journey. Yeah, it's, it's rough. But my, my dad has always wanted me to leave, and I've always wanted to leave. My mom has a tough time with it, which I'm sure – most kids do. Most kids' moms do, but it's always been a dream of mine to get out of North Dakota to play golf. So, compare and contrast our summertime weather when it's a billion degrees with eighty percent humidity to uh, Grand Forks, which I looked on the weather app last night. It's supposed to be incredibly nice the next few days. It's uh, so we get about a month where it's moderately similar similar to what it is here, where it's hot and humid. But when we get those days, it's blowing like thirty. So it's still unenjoyable, probably even more unenjoyable. But I kind of love it. It's best of both world, worlds. You got the hot. You got in North Dakota. You could have a ninety degree day, and then the next day it's seventy five. So, what did you get out of your time at Iowa Western? I got a lot. I mean, we worked pretty hard. Everybody, everybody had the same goal: is to get out of there. You know, it's you're you, kind of feels like you don't belong there. You know, everybody had that feeling of like. I feel like I'm better than where I'm at, so everybody's pushing to get to the next level, and just kind of took that with me. And you guys had some pretty good success feeding off of that, didn't you? Yeah, very good. We were a very solid team. What's a misconception about college athletics or collegiate golf? It's not as easy as probably most people who don't do it think it is. There's a lot to go on, a lot that goes on, a lot of time management that you got to acquire. How do you acquire the mental or physical drive that you have to have for the 36 whole days? You know, it takes a lot. It's you got to be smart. You got to make sure you got to be eating the right times, making sure you're drinking enough water, getting all the right things in your body. And it's, you know, there's so much golf in one day where you can't let things, let, let yourself dwell on things that you can change around right there, right on the next hole. So. Is golf more of a psychological battle or a physical one? Definitely psychological. What makes you say that? Uh, it's uh, it's a battle between. You know, you're playing. You're basically playing against yourself. You're trying to be do the best that you can, trying to beat the course. So it's a mental struggle between. I know I can hit that shot, and I just didn't. Why is that? Like you're got to avoid the getting upset with yourself and you got to stay out of your own head because yeah. you like you just said you may have 30 odd holes still to play that day. exactly you're a business major or finance major uh, finance what are you planning to do with that um i want to i'm kind of looking into like financial advisor stuff like that analyst maybe according to linkedin you're pretty interested in the stock market yep what's a place i should put my money right now <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one I uh, 
don't know if I can answer that because I just backed out of everything I had. Oh, really? <laughs> so not a time for it. Okay, that's an answer I in mean, itself. I mean, it is for some people, but, you know, I'd like to just learn a little bit more before I go into it. I don't, I don't know if you know Alex Vag at all. Oh, yeah. He's He's been trying to help me out a lot. So he and I had still learning. this same similar conversation yep. a few months ago. What about crypto? What? Give me a 30-second elevator pitch on crypto. It's kind of it's a little sketchy to me. It's not I don't it's hard to trust because there's so much fluctuation. But but if you read it right and get out right, yeah. you can make a pretty little penny, can't you? Yep. Adam, what is your favorite word? Oh. Well, I guess I don't know if it's my favorite word or least favorite word, but kind of both at the same time. It's potential, I guess. It, I've never, because the next question is, what is your least favorite word? Yeah. I've never had anybody give me the same answer for it's both. Kinda, it's kind of both, because when someone tells you you have potential, like, you know, it kind of feels good, but also at the same time. It, it means, means you're you not living up to it yeah, yet. you haven't done it yet. Who or what inspires you? I'd say definitely my dad. He's pushed me pretty hard, and also right now for in the game of golf there's a guy from north dakota who's on the pga tour he just took fourth last week named tom hoagie and i mean to make it there make it that far up from north dakota it just motivates me what is the last book you read for fun um the champion's mind what is your worst habit probably chewing my nails <laughs> what app on your phone gets the most use definitely tiktok what is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, some winters obviously get pretty bad up north. And I was driving home. Or I was driving back from Grand Forks to Iowa Western my freshman year after Christmas break. And I was coming up, and there's a bridge, like an overpass. And there's a semi in the right ditch, a car that spun out in the left. And I'm going under the bridge, and I just start spinning circles. And I spun circles all the way under the bridge and then straightened out after I got past the bridge. So you need to be a stunt driver is what I'm hearing. Pretty much. Okay. I got pretty lucky, I would say. What is your idea of happiness? I would say just loving what you do. What is, life. what is your idea of misery? It's not loving what you do and kind of going through the days. What makes it? Sorry. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Just going through the days, not enjoying it. What makes you self-conscious? I guess I was just talking about this with Micah the other day. I, uh, I've got a scar on the back of my head. So when people are sitting behind me, I feel like they're just staring at the scar. Scars are cool, though. It makes me a little self-conscious. <laughs> How'd you get a scar on the back of your head? Me and my sister were... We weren't fighting. It was more of like a play fight. And we were on... I was on the corner of her bed, and she pushed me. And I fell into the corner of her closet. Ooh. Got my head open, yeah. So how, how, how long a scar are we talking about? Ah, it's about an inch, maybe. No, noticeable, though. Yeah. Okay. What is the most embarrassing song you love? Might have to be my intro song. <laughs> <laughs> How would you prefer to die? Ooh. Probably on the golf course, I guess. Doing what I love, playing the game I love. Struck by lightning, keel yeah. over by heart attack, run over by a golf cart. 
any of the above. <laughs> if you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? Oh, it's probably a dog. People wow. love dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what might prompt you to lie? Maybe a stressful situation where somebody might get hurt, I guess. What makes you hopeful? Say just knowing that things have been done before. So why not you? What is our purpose in life? Purpose in life would be to just kind of enjoy life, have fun, live how you want to live. Regardless of who it is, what is one question you would ask our next guest? I would say probably the difference in culture of where they're from. Because, like, I'm from North Dakota, and it's a heck of a lot different than here. So what's different about where you're from compared to where you are now? I mean, the way you talk, the way people talk, the way, I mean, the way people dress is completely different, I guess. Last week, Mia Clark asked, does pineapple belong on pizza? No. I agree with you 100%. It does not. So, you've got time left here, obviously. What are you hoping to get out of the rest of your time at Austin P? Well, my goal is to be ready to play professional golf when I'm done. So, it's just take this time, take advantage of the time I have, and get prepared for it. And also come out with a degree, maybe a master's program degree, and be ready for what's next. What is the biggest thing you're focused on working on while you're here to prepare yourself for the next level? I'd say my short game um, and mental game. I've been talking with Coach a lot about how to improve both of those, especially the mental game. Well, you got two more years, three more years? Uh, two. Two more years. Yeah. Two more years to do that, achieve everything, and be ready to go. Adam Van Raden, thank you so much for coming in today, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks to Adam Van Raden for coming on, giving us a few minutes out of his time during what is a busy first week back for him and for all of our governors, who we are delighted to have back on campus once again. You know who else we're delighted to have on campus? Um, I mean, I'm not the world's biggest Chick-fil-A fan, but it is a little more convenient than going to Madison Street. That's not what I was getting at. Uh, we're delighted to have new women's basketball assistant coach Tad Weddle. Oh, And yes. new associate director of sports performance, Courtney Edwards, formerly Courtney Walden. Neat. Yeah, she came from uh, Oregon, where she was the strength coach for the Oregon women's basketball team. Coached number one pick in the WNBA draft, uh, Sabrina Ionescu. Hey, she's uh, quite good. Yeah, that's quite good. Tad Weddle comes from Mississippi State. He was uh, there with Brittany Young as the video coordinator and uh, so step up for him glad to see what he can do excited to see what they can do excited to see what our volleyball program can get up to this weekend when the regular season starts for the governors in Huntington, west virginia at marshall's tournament
we're, we're playing Marshall, we're playing Alabama, and Miami, right? Yep, we're going to Miami, Ohio. Yes. We're no. going to beat one of them. Oh, yeah. I'd say we're going to beat two. I'd say we're going to beat two. I mean, listen, given the rate of success that the Govs have had sneaking up on bigger opponents during the Taylor Mott era, you just watch your back, Alabama. Somebody, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. Somebody's I'm not, getting beat. I'm not saying that we're going to – I'm not throwing down a gauntlet. I'm not saying, hey, it's going to be a three-set route. I am. You look – you overlook Taylor Mott's governors at your peril. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'll tell you the tide. Uh, uh, Middle Tennessee, nominally a bigger school. Tide's in trouble. I'm calling it right now. Tennessee – Middle Tennessee, nominally a bigger school. Govs went down there in an exhibition play. Molly whopped them. Tide's in trouble. Tide's in trouble. If if we lose, we'll the tide was not in trouble for us. If we lose, uh, take it to mean that tide the company is going chapter eleven. Yeah, no, all <laughs> gain and all are really catching up on them. Yeah, eating away at that market share. Women's soccer also in a tournament this weekend. Is hosting it, is it a tournament? There's no there's no winners. I don't know if it's a tournament. If you are bringing a large group of teams, there's three in, teams, a large group. Are we going to have to sit out there for six hours yes. on Friday okay, and enough. Sunday? It's me. a tournament. Works for me. Anyway, at Morgan Brothers Soccer Field, the governors will welcome in North Alabama, Kansas State, Miami, Ohio. Boy, it's quite a weekend with us in Miami, Ohio. Yeah, huh? us and the Red Hawks. Yeah, yeah. You want to come watch some college soccer, though? Uh, Four o'clock Friday afternoon, you're going to get North Alabama and Miami, Ohio. Govs and Kansas State play their first home game of the season at 7 p.m. that night at Mobroso. At the old Mobroso. Then on Sunday, you got North Alabama and Kansas State at 1 p.m. and Austin P. and Miami, Ohio at 4 p.m. at, once again, Mobroso. You keep trying to make it happen. It's still not going to happen. I'm very hey, sorry. Friday night, youth soccer night at Morgan Brothers That's Soccer That's going to be a big so, time. Uh, gonna be a, all the kids in the Clarksville-Montgomery County area, get out to Mobroso, rock that soccer jersey. Excuse me. Kit. Rock that youth soccer kit and uh, get out there and go crazy. Watching you try to use uh, kit, use soccer words, is like watching a baby giraffe try to take its first steps. Like, <laughs> oh god, oh god, it's going ahead over heels. I'll oh lord, you, I was reading, oh no, stop. <laughs> I was reading something on the Wolverhampton website this morning, and they're they're the wording of like it's it's written in English, English or whatever. So like. First off, that confused me, and I was very. It just, I was like, this doesn't sound right at all. But apparently, it, I mean, I assume it is. Very, very confused. Uh, talk, talking about our friends across the pond. Did you know there's Ted Lasso backlash? I did not. There's Ted Lasso backlash. For what? Being too good. Either it seems to boil down to not enough conflict in season two because you know they've glossed over some of the larger storylines, like the Dubai Air protest and the. Oh, Jamie's back on the team. Everybody hates him. Now we're good. I mean, he made up for everybody. Mm, they probably could have gone a little deeper, but also at the same time, like eh. everybody accepted him. It's a thirty-minute show. What yeah, are yeah, to? yeah. That, that's and kinda, then Sam resolved his Dubai Air thing. Yeah, and the other the other camp is it's too sappy. It's too. It's a show based on a uber positive. American football coach that was used as commercials to promote the Premier League a few years ago. How? Yeah, what do you want? I guess your I guess your pursuit for a lighthearted comedy about uh, English soccer and telling you a narrative to help raise your kids continues. But I'm getting thirty minutes of fun Ted Lasso stuff out of Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I don't. 
you you can you can look at this with a uh, critical and jaundiced eye, or you can enjoy the Ted Lasso-ness, and I'm gonna do the enjoying of the Ted Lasso-ness. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. You also with me on the new Sturgill album, or no? I don't know what that. I haven't listened to it. Why do you hate yourself so much? I don't know. Well, anyway, new Sturgill's album rocks, so uh, you know, go check that out. Hey, there's new other things too. Like new, what? New Archer. There is new Archer. It's very good. It's quite good. It's quite better than the past four seasons. It sure was. It made me laugh more times than those four seasons probably combined. The Crackers subplot when Crackers was funny was that was pretty good when Krieger was the parrot. That was good. The, this segment of the pod just hit that f- fast forward fifteen seconds button a few times, and so you can get out of our our dopey pop culture. Text. I did like. <laughs> I, I liked the Woodhouse reference. R.I.P. Woodhouse. Uh, R.I.P. Woodhouse. It was sad to hear Jessica Walters. <sighs> I don't know what they're going to do at the end, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, we know what they have to do. I hope it'll be something good. It will be. I hope so. You know what else is good? What's good? Community service. Oh, it's the best. The best. And you know who's doing it now? Who is? Not the best, Combs. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, someone has to. Yeah, somebody's got to. Get it together for everyone, Combs. And everyone, go see Combs if you'd like to get out in the community and help. Ryan Combs, we're talking about. You leave Jessica Combs alone. She's got plenty to do. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, you know who else you should get in touch with? Um, I need to get in touch with my doctor. All right. Well, when you're not doing that, you should get in touch with the Govs on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P and follow along on our official Facebook account called Austin P Governors. Shout out to uh, Robin and Carter for all of the digital media they provide and whatever Eric seems to do. He does it, by golly. He sure does it, probably. I think so, maybe. Let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, and myself, plus Alex Allard, an intern to be named later. We'll, we may have a, a full house this year. Yeah, no, we're going to be... Uh, Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't it that would be, nice? be fun to have you know enough people to do the jobs. That would be nice. That would be neat. I would say neat, too. Neat. Don't else would be neat. My house if I didn't have two children in it. Yes, but you know... Yes, uh, Sure. Tickets are neat, and you're going to need tickets to come watch the Govs play. So uh, our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell, has got an all the information you can use to get in the game, the single-game variety, on sale now. But do yourself a favor, and uh, do us a favor. Get the season tickets. You'll be happier. Uh, give two ring John a call. He's sitting over there at Forterra State. He'll answer the phone, ring two. I personally guarantee it, and he'll sell you those tickets. Get, get old two ring John on the horn immediately. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating review on the podcast, five stars, five stars. And if you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we shout out. Revel in the minutia of Roy Kent, Sky Sports Pundit. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Shout out to JLo's dad. Shout out to Steve Willard. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to two dope boys in a Cadillac. Love yourselves. Love each other. Talk to you next week. Goodbye.